To license it? It's 12 o'clock. Turn, turn now. They're on. They're on. Welcome to a Mental Moment Podcast. On today's episode, we have the pleasure in speaking with the founder and creator of the new mental health social media app, Addy, Aspire to Inspire. A football player turned mental health advocate, Namdi Wigwe shares play-by-play how his dreams of becoming an NFL superstar became his worst nightmare, leaving him spiraling out of control, seeking mental deliverance. Oh, it's going to get real today. This story is good. <laughs> it's time to have a mental moment with Jaya and C. Tune in now. You don't want to miss it. A mental moment. All you need is a mental moment. Take a breather before you blow it. Don't hold it in. Posture or pretend. Just release and you feel far better within. A mental moment. moment. Hey, all you need is a mental moment. moment. A mental moment. With Jaya and C. All right, so good to have you on the show, Namdi. Um, this is fun. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited, too. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. All right, Namdi. So we heard the intro about your journey as a collegiate athlete. How did just kind of walk us through <clears throat> during that time? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, like speaking on the story, you know, four years into college, I was battling so many injuries, you know, and, and I get to my senior year and I'm telling myself, this is the year, right? I'm going to double down and, you know, put all my, my whole heart into it. It was probably the best shape I was in my life. You know, I was injury free and I was very excited for the season. Very excited not to prove to other people that, you know, I got it, but more so to myself as a validation that, you know, I am the player who I said I can be. And um, three games into the season, you know, I'm, um, I'm in the, the two deep rotation. I'm playing, you know, having fun. And the fourth game is where it all went dark for me. I was, you know, trying to make a tackle and I try to brace myself that way I wouldn't, you know, hit the referee because of the sideline. Yeah, so you, you heard the story. Um, you heard how I, I battled injuries uh, for three, four years of my college life and going to my senior year. I told myself it was all or nothing, and I was willing to make the sacrifices to put myself in a position to make it to the NFL, right? The NFL was something that I really aspired to 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 be in since I was 14, 15 years old. So I had to tell myself these are the sacrifices that I was going to make, and I was, I was going to be willing to make them. Uh, three games into the season, and... Um, playing really well, team playing pretty good. I think we, I believe we're playing Monmouth University, and I'm going to make a tackle, and I brace myself because the receiver has ran out of bounds. And when I try to brace myself, my knee kind of got stuck in the turf, and my knee popped. You know, and I just went my my left knee went completely numb. Mm. I thought that I tore my ACL, and literally I couldn't move my leg. So I remember. You know, me trying to get up and then my trainers coming to walk to me and my instant thought was, it's over for me. Like, I literally just thought about my life after football, to be honest. And that just put gave me immediate pain. Uh, they walked me off the field. And I remember my coach, uh, shout out Bernard Clark, one of the toughest people that have ever been on me, but one of the realest and most transparent, most authentic people I've ever encountered in my life. Um, he cried for me. He was sad for me. You know, and he came to me and told me it was the first time he ever told me he loved me. 
And that even broke me more because right. he's seen the pain in my face. He's seen, you know, the total distraught. And that's when I was just like, it was over. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up getting, you know, like the x-rays and the MRIs. And they ended up saying it wasn't the ACL, which is amazing, right? But it was a uh, partially torn meniscus, a torn LCL, torn MCL. You and just yeah it was crazy but i lied i lied you not i lied you not like i told you like that wasn't even my worst injury you know my worst mm-hmm. injury is probably when i separated the discs in my back uh, i believe with my my retro sophomore year that was even more painful i couldn't even get on my bed i had to slide off yeah. my bed right slide off my bread and then go into like a praying a praying like uh position and then I went straight into stretches for an hour. That was probably the, I couldn't sit down for, you know, 10 minutes mm-hmm. and whatnot. A lot of you not, like, I was a whole lot of, like, Advil, like, not not good for you, right? But those are the things that I literally, sacrifices that I made just to play, just to have a fighting chance to play. Mm-hmm. And I sucked it up. But, but yeah, so that was, like, like senior year. And um, the MRIs come back and they tell me that, you know, your you're, you're ACL not torn, but you're going to have to sit out a lot of games and i was like what is a lot of games right uh i'm thinking like Those this is my senior matter. year yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know like i think this is my senior year and you know i haven't put together like the best highlight tape in my last three past years because of my injuries and i was like my my career is still done right and i uh you know i i, I remember just you know leaving that in the dark i didn't want to talk to anybody right like my dad, I remember, like, my dad, he's a G, and my dad, he just didn't look at me, like, because he just knew, like, the pain. You know, my mom, she was sad, but low-key, my mom be happy when I don't be playing football. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom was probably Sorry. like, yes. My mom was like, probably like, yes. Don't need no more, but, no more injuries. No more injuries. Yeah. <laughs> no more but, broken bones. I try, to, I try to smile for everybody, right? Just, yeah. you know, show my face and saying, like, Hey, things is gonna be okay, but deep down I'm like, yo, it is over. over. Right? It was yeah. over. So I remember like that whole night. Um, literally, I'm just like the whole week, two weeks. Like I'm gonna be staring up at the wall at 3 a.m. just talking to myself, like, damn, it's over. It's over. And I'll wake up and I'll just like throw a smile at everyone's face. And people saw me being positive and, and cool, but literally. That was just me just trying to, you know, Mess be the pain. person. You know, me like, you know, me suppress those emotions and be the right. tough person that everyone sees me to be, right? Like laughing, joking. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I was on my crutches, right, uh, walking to campus because if I drove, then I was never going to make it on, on time to class. And I remember, like, I always play, like, Lose Yourself by Eminem <laughs> while I was crutching. <laughs> while I was mm-hmm. crutching. While I was crutching. You know, 20 minutes of class, armpit sweaty as shit, you know, right. and I just built like this like whole thing like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come back. Like, I'm going to mm. come back. And uh, uh, I, I talked to my trainer, shout out Matt Barber, and he's like, yeah, we're going to get you right. So we, we like we rehab, we, we worked on it. Um, we're through the grace of God, you know, like 2020 hindsight wasn't the best decision because I ended up finding out that I had nerve damage in my knee for putting so much pressure you know, mm-hmm. on the pain of my knee, but, you know, mm-hmm. we worked to the point where, you know, two games, I think two games before the season ended, they were like, yo, you can play, you know, limited time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Didn't do anything to basically solidify anything for the NFL, but at least like I was running again. Right. 
So, so yeah, so that was like kind of um, student athlete me. And then totally my thought process was, am I going to hang this up? Right. Is, is this over for me? And I just told myself, I remember looking at like, it was like 2, 3 a.m. one night. And I told myself, like, I'm not going to be like, no disrespect to the 40, 50 year olds in the barbershop talking about, hey, hey, son, this is this is what I used to be. You mm-hmm. feel me? But I just told myself, like, I, I just couldn't be that. I couldn't do that, especially if I didn't try. Right. Mm-hmm. If I tried. I didn't make it. At least I can say I can try. I tried. So I remember saying, like, you know, I'm going to take some winter classes. I'm going to graduate early. You know, I, I had contact with this one agent. I told him about my aspiration. He was kind of weary about it because he's like, yo, this is hard. But I said, hey, I believe in me. You know, right. I believe. That's the key. I, I, I believe in me. So he said, okay, cool. So we got situated. He told me, like, like let's get you what's it called, a trainer. Um, mm-hmm. We found one in, in uh Florida. So mm-hmm. I went to Florida right after Christmas and I was there for about three months. Mm-hmm. And shout out GoFleet Global, shout out, you know, Marcus Robeson, Joseph McClary, Tevin Allen, uh, Antoine. Those were my trainers who literally, you know, changed my, my, my life and my perspective and how I played the game. I really wish that I trained with them, you know, since I was a toddler because they really, really made me that much of a better player. But wow. yeah, picked up my bags, went to Miami for three months and literally eat, sleep, football for about 60 days up until uh, the combine and the draft. Wow. That's one hell of a story. All right, so we go from senior year to the combine. Like, you left us at one hell of a cliffhanker, okay? So, can I know the yeah. listeners are just like, that's it? How you switch, like, okay, combine, oop. <laughs> mental health can you tell <laughs> yeah. us what like give us the tea tell us what really happened um from the combine that made that drastic switch where you're just like mental health advocate all the way uh, yeah for sure yeah um yeah if you thought what i just said was painful like this story is definitely a, a wild one right like i told you i was in miami uh, i was in preparation for the draft in the combine went to the combine you know talked to my agent my agent told me hey you know, you're a 6'2", 205, 210 defensive back, right? You passed the eye test. You got to run a 4-5, a, a sub 4-6. You know, you got to do well in your in your your your, um, your measurements. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, you just got to ball out. And, you know, I did exactly that to the best of my ability, right? I ran like a 4-5-3-40. I ran, a, I think, like it was a 36, 37-inch vertical. You know, I did pretty well on the bench press. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did pretty well, yeah. Flex on them, but, <laughs> okay. but I did pretty well. Hey, Dougie, now, but um, I did pretty well on the bench bench press, and uh, that was that. I, I did what I had to do. Uh, my agent told me that we had a lot of teams inquiring, so I was very excited. Right, I was really in a thought process of. I'm about to turn like the doubters into believer. I'm about to prove myself wrong. Like I made the necessary sacrifices to to get to this position, and I achieved it. I was so excited. I felt like I was gonna open up a path for all like the the kids who felt like they had no chance, but they but giving them the, the hope and opportunity to show that it's not over. I was really excited about everything. Right, mm-hmm. we're praying. I was so deep in my faith. And um, long story short. So I, I didn't get picked, and you know it, it was it was hurtful. I, I lied to you not because I just really seen you know all this hard work. I, I never ever put 
that much energy into anything in my life and, and, and didn't get it, right? And it even hurt so much more at the fact that I had a team call and say, hey, we, we want to pick you up, that we're very interested in you. And one of the teams that I, I, I had a private workout with and, you know, it just came down to the fact whether my agent was really willing to push me, right? My agent, and I think that the biggest mistake that I made in that process was, you know, working with a more like popular agent who had mm. clientele that were from Alabama, were from Notre right. Dame, was from Washington and stuff like that. So he prioritized us and he negotiated all their contracts to the point where when it came down to kind of discuss where Namdi is going, it was the last thing on his mind. Wow. And he was, we were too late for that conversation to the point where the team had moved on. So I'm literally mm-hmm. in the darkest place ever because my thought process was like, yo, I made it. Right. You know, like, yo, I yeah. made it. I, I, I remember like literally when I was having the conversation with, you know, uh, um, the, the assistant to the pro personnel, mm-hmm. I, I literally made a graphic, you know, like, and I posted it on Instagram. I jumped the gun and I was mm-hmm. so excited to the point where things just blew up in my face. I deactivated my Instagram. Uh, and people, it was really crazy because people saw that graphic. People thought like, oh, yeah, you got picked up and literally yeah. he's out of here. They thought I was Hollywood. They thought like, oh, yeah, he forgot about us already. But hey. I just couldn't, I couldn't even face reality. Yeah. So I had to unplug. And um, ultimately, just to fast forward a little bit, ultimately, like that was the darkest moment in my life. Like a lot of you not, I truly did not talk. Cause every single time I talk, you know, I cry, right? When mm-hmm. anybody who tried to talk to me and pat me on the back and tell me, hey, everything's going to be okay, you know, like I cried. So I said, you know what, like no one can see me crying, so I'm just going to be in my room all day. Like it was to the point where like, my friends thought I was dead or something because I was not replying to any yeah. text, any calls. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was tough on me. And literally, I'm just immediately thinking, right, at that time, the company I work for right now, GE, uh, they I had deferred my job offer, right? Prior to that, I had was in the interview process to Amazon, Google, Deloitte. And I was like, yo, I'm putting them on the back burner for my NFL dream. So they quickly went out the picture. But GE was one of those you know, real ass companies that said, you know what, like we see that you're chasing your dream. We're going to let you defer the option. Right. I'm going to let you defer the option. So I told myself, like, I got to stop playing. You know, I, I knew I had to make an immediate decision, right? Like, mm-hmm. do I not hang up my football cleats and continue to pursue it? Or do I, you know, dabble into like my corporate career where I spent countless nights in college trying to you know, be this computer engineer, computer, you know, programmer. And ultimately, like, I'm African, right? So, like, my parents already made up that decision for me when I was three. You know, so, like, literally, right, right. <laughs> you feel me? So, like, literally, uh, I was like, yo, like, this is it for me, right? And I also, like, was closing a chapter on something. I felt like it was a toxic relationship, right? Like, literally, I was, I was dating football for so long. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was finally saying, like, you know, I'm closing this door, but that doesn't kind of evacuate the pain of, of right. you know, you being connected to something for 15 years. Like, think about it. I mm. trained. I, I went to the gym for football, right? I went to the gym for football yeah. or sports. Um, you know, I ate the way I did. You know, like, I made a sacrifice. I didn't even travel back home to Nigeria, you know, or travel around the world with my family as much as I do because I wanted to double down and focus on my athletics. So, um, wow. 
this really control yeah this really controlled my life at the end of the day uh but yeah so that was the darkest moments and it kind of led me into mental health because in those moments there was only about no one could tell me anything right the the thing that your family and friends tell you are hey everything is gonna be okay god got you (laughs) and ultimately i'm like okay yeah i know that and like you're not (laughs) making me you're not making me feel better (laughs) and that's that's no disrespect to them like i love them and i know that they're doing everything that they could do right and that's only because they didn't they weren't ever put in my shoes so they didn't know what actually needed to be said to make me feel better Mm -hmm. so i just told myself you know what just like i've always done right due to injuries and a lot of you not like i want to like kind of you know give you a vision of how i felt about football and how like it really broke me like my grandma passed away, my aunts passed away, my mm-hmm. friends passed away or were killed. And, you know, none of that hurt me and had me my bad as much as like losing Ooh. football. Like none of them made me That's cry. Still That's, That's still a loss. That's still a loss. I mean, <laughs> day because like you said, you dedicated 15 years to something that didn't, you know, sup- love you back as much as you loved it. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. you know? Nah, that, that's really it right there. Like, that shit yeah. did not love me back at Ooh, all. Ooh, I know that, everybody can reference, like, That shit was playing the that. fuck out of me. <laughs> that shit Ooh. was playing the fuck out of me. <laughs> you feel me? It's like You couch. feel me? I know. <laughs> I, would, I would never, ever do what football did to me to anybody. You feel me? Like, oh, but, um, yeah, literally, so <laughs> bringing it full circle, uh, I was just told myself, I'm just going to suppress this motion and, and just get get through it the way I, I best know how. Mm-hmm. I know, how, right? How do you like, do that? Right. How do you suppress you, this? How do you do that? Yeah, right? I just thought it was just going to be patience and time, right? Like, normally, maybe after a while, you're just like, all right, you know, like, this doesn't sting as much as it does. Yeah, yeah right? that's real. That's but, a real question. That's a real answer, <laughs> you man. Don't, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. sting as much as it does. Um, and I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, and things just wasn't, like, hitting for me. And to the point, like, that's what I'm saying, like, God is so good. I had a friend, shout out, shout out Marcel, that essentially went, some, went through something exactly similar to what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he, he just reached out to me, and he just asked me, like, hey, yo, what's up? How you doing? Mm-hmm. And he, I didn't reply, and he just called me. And then we started talking about everything and it was the first time i felt like i was heard that i no one pitied me they just understood where i was coming from and we had a conversation that was so transparent and fluent that you know it just made me made me feel normal again it just made me feel as if Mm -hmm. the things that i was feeling you know were validated and whatnot and i wasn't weak and that this was really a tragedy and like this is something that a lot of people face that he faced and he was able just to just beat her for me, right? He didn't mm-hmm. say, I don't even think he said sorry or anything. He just was just there, and we had great conversations to the point where, like, he yeah. ends up becoming, like, my best friend, if not. Because when we play football, right, him and I used to, like, curse each other out and shit. You know, either, like, mm-hmm. like wrestle, like, fight and stuff. And it was just funny how, like, life brought our friendship back full circle. I always think, you know, I tell him, like, he changed my life, and he's one of the reasons why I, I made Addy. So that was one thing, you know, and then another thing was my trainer, shout out Austin Stoner, uh, one night he just hit me up and was like, yo, like, let's train, Mm -hmm. you know, and I hadn't been to the gym for like, I think at that time, like two, three weeks. 
And one of the reasons why I didn't go to the gym was because there was little kids there that were asking me for my autograph prior to me, you know, oh. the draft. And he's like, you're going to make him buy your jersey. You're going to be my favorite athlete ever. I can't wait. You know, he would like sit and watch me work out. And I'm just like, yo, I let this, I let these kids down, right? I remember when I, I went there once and it was crazy because I went there once and I thought I was going there so early. I think I was there at 7 a.m. and he was there. And I remember him avoiding me because they told him not to like talk to me. And I remember him looking at me from a peripheral, Mm -hmm. like scared to come talk to me because he didn't want to bring any pain to me. They're like, hey, like, leave Namdi. And I I peeped all that. I peeped that energy from from so far away. And that broke me. I was like, damn. And it was crazy. I put all this pressure on myself. Like, I made a whole, like, vision of people depending on me. But people weren't really depending on me. I just wanted to be that person for people. You feel me? So I remember, like, yeah. So I remember, like, Austin invited me to the gym. He's like, you know, until let's work out. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that was like my battle of Saratoga, right? Let's take it back to U.S. history. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but literally, <laughs> <in> that... <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, she probably got like C minuses in, in U.S. No, history. No, 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 no. All right, what's the battle of Saratoga? Okay, no, no, then? no, we're not going to talk about that right now. Okay, uh, back okay. to your... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. uh, but nah, uh, really, uh, just to end it, basically just to end it, basically uh i had that gen- like that workout session with my trainer and it was the first time i worked out in like two three weeks and in that session we blasted the music and i felt every single emotion you know mm-hmm. i cried i laughed i screamed i smiled you know i was angry i was punching walls but i released out so much emotion right. like that i've never released out ever before and i felt like it was like cleansing I felt mm. so rejuvenated and I felt like, okay, Namdi, you're going to challenge all, challenge all of this, channel all this pain, you know, ambigu- ambiguity, um, this frustration and evolve it and transform it into greatness. And, and that workout, that, that's what it did to me. It just made me think about, you know, you, you only grow from your, you being uncomfortable. You only grow from your pain. And I just literally turned to God. I'm like, God, what are you trying to show me right now? Mm-hmm. And that was like the serenity and, and calmness of, of my mind that I needed to kind of take that next step forward. And um, I kind of said, you know what? Yo, fuck this, right? I'm going to start a new chapter in my life. Right. And I moved, packed my bag, and I accepted the job offer from GE. But GE had a lot of locations in New York, you know, ceremony. I said, you know what? I'm going to move to Atlanta. I didn't know anybody here. But I said, hey, I want to grow. I want to find this new identity of me, this new lifestyle, this new chapter. And I'm like, the only way I can do that is when I have to be dependent by myself, be alone, and really figure myself out. So I moved to Atlanta, and, you know, like, things is good. Still in pain. I wasn't watching football. I still, I, I, I just still don't really be watching football, right? I watch it more now than I did before. But, <laughs> but, um... Uh, I remember just uh, driving one day to work and I got so in tune with God. Like, it is incredible. Like, that's one thing, like, I love football for and it breaking me. It made my relationship with God, you know, unfold, t- magnified times a hundred yeah. to the point where I was so broken to the point where, like, wow. I knew I need, I, I laugh at how I viewed and loved God prior to this because now, like, he's on my mind 24-7. Like, I was so broken to the point where, like, the only answer was God. 
like only answer was God. And I really tapped into like my sermon, the Bible. You know, I was I came across uh, you know Michael Todd like he'd be doing mm-hmm. it for our generation because mm-hmm. yes, he'd be breaking God. down the scripture where it's really like you know consumable. And I remember listening mm-hmm. to um, uh, uh, a sermon called Inner Circle. And an inner mm-hmm, circle, mm-hmm. yeah, you feel me? Yes. That one was getting <laughs> crazy, you feel me? And okay. an inner circle, they talked about, an inner circle, they talked about um, the need for community, the need for transparency and authenticity, and the need for, you know, like the, the rise of support, small groups and support groups. And he talked about how, like, everyone loves support groups and, and small groups where they come and they talk about God because they're so vulnerable. They're so transparent. People right. talk about their struggles and hardships. And they'll still feel loved and not judged. And right. that's because, like, even though they haven't felt their pain, they felt some pain to the point where, like, no matter what it is, they can relate. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just comfortable to the point where there will be people that don't even expect to talk in that conversation. Open but something up. pulls yeah. them out the, mm-hmm. and they open up. So he's like, yo, everyone loves it, but, like, no one has time for it. And like, we need to start making time for it. We need to start finding our inner circle and having these conversations. That way we know we're not alone in our struggles, essentially. Mm. I just I just thought about that. And he was like, you know, mothers, older people, they have responsibilities, right? They have to, you know, feed the kids, make sure that they're they're good, like, you know, you know, all this type of things that you kind of like don't prioritize small groups. And I said, like, how can I make my thought process was my my nerdy stuff was like, how can I make this as easily and accessible? And I'm like, is there like an online interactive social networking small group, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, scratch that. Is there even a place where people can be their truest self, transparent, mm-hmm. talk about their struggles, talk mm-hmm. about no. their pains mm-hmm. and their passions and whatnot? I'm like, no, right? Because on Instagram, you can do that, but you may or may not be judged. Twitter, essentially, I'm not shitting on them about no means and whatnot, but I just was looking for like complete authenticity, transparency, and people being able to express themselves freely right Mm -hmm. that way people can like latch on whether it's to be inspired or to be uh to do the inspiring Mm -hmm. and that's when it clicked for me i was like yo like i'm gonna build this i'm gonna make this social networking app and i think i said too much so i'll stop right here okay cool no you could no you was you could have kept going um but i was gonna say you did not you kept your word about another like crazy story yes right? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he wasn't playing at all so like i know you've kind of like touched on i feel like i don't know i feel like god had a pl- obvious like obviously god has plans for all of us mm-hmm. and like for us to like truly feel and like really tap into what that plan is like we have to live it and i mean mm. you did exactly that like you he's he pulled you through this dark this deep dark depression and then he even, you know, like just just kind of like ran you through it until you came up with this creation for Addie, right? You're absolutely right. Yeah. And so, you know, initially, you know, what was your goal of this business? Was it for your healing or was it to help heal others? Oh, no, hundred percent others. Like literally, I tell people that Addie's my gift to the world, right? I feel like mm-hmm. I survived my worst days. I feel like I'm so battle tested. Um I, I went through what I went through and whatnot. And my thought process was, like, I used to think that I was the strongest person that I knew, right? And for that to break me the way it did, you know, I was just like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. 
You I thought you like, were the strongest person. Like, like, you, man, you I, like, thought you were no. God, bro. Stop right? No, no, no. I don't think. I, ain't trying I don't to play think God. you thought. You know, like Lil G, not Big G. But <laughs> my professor always said, like, y'all trying oh, to be nah, God. Not here, even but, that. Nah. but not even that. But I think that. Like on an athletic <laughs> approach, yeah, I, didn't I like think that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I think a lot of um, you know athletes, artists, whether it's musicians, painters, um, singers, dancers, actors, we all feel like I'm giving you what God blessed me with. But then realize like smack, we get snacked up outside the head because it's really. <laughs> Was it for like it's helping it's healing us <clears throat> while we're trying to like be about other people, um, yeah. and I wanted to touch a little bit before I'm glad like this like mini interruption happened because I wanted to pick up on like it's crazy how we have these ideas of what we want our dreams to be, but Facts. we are like not thinking that we're so small minded in our thinking. Like when we say like I want to be a football player, I want to do this. Yeah. You just Hell like, yeah. oh yes, boom! This has to be it. This is the dream, and everybody <laughs> be hyping up this little dream. But then yeah. in God's mind, metaphorically, it's like that thing about this big. Like, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? I'll, no, like people talk about like, oh yeah, that's your dream. God's like, bet watch this, right? right. But like, <laughs> but even that, or like, that I was little meme, sur- that little picture. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But like the little nah, picture the of the little girl, like, and Jesus, she was like, but I like him. Jesus, it's like a bear, but like. <laughs> behind his back is like a bigger bear right yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. no i literally listened to like a sermon like all this stuff is the bait right like literally it just pulls you to where you need to be that way you can learn what you need to learn that way god can present you with the biggest blessing that he needs to be because you know i would have never gotten here at all right because i have had other ideas for startups you know but like i had to go through this and feel this pain you know, and understand my purpose. So my purpose is, is dialed down to like making the world a better place, like making people feel empowered and comfortable in their own skin, right? Like I literally hate seeing people like eat by themselves and whatnot. Think to myself, I'm like, damn, does this person have anybody? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, does this person really have anyone in the corner and whatnot? You know? Right. I hate the like the feel the feeling of feeling that someone feels lonely, right? And I always yeah. try to be. You know that person and and hold that burden because i want people to be happy so you know i take my passion my pain i feel like when your your pain and your passion kind of collide you know i feel like you're untouchable right i feel like you know god had to put me in that position to feel that pain knowing already my purpose mm-hmm. you know and my like and my yes. passion and where it all comes together is how he can kind of like channel the best version of you and do what you were always called on to be like I truly say God put this on my heart and that's why I never stop. I never stop because I just know like, you know, the impact I feel like I can make for people where they feel loved, where they feel cared for, where they, where they're, they're never alone, where they can express mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, those are things that, you know, God, you know, like I love God. So I might talk about him a whole lot, you know, so hopefully you don't have any people that will be offended by it. But, um, I feel like when when you think about that and when you think about like how he created life, like man and woman and, you know, different people all around the world and whatnot, it's for them to experience whatever they experience and then come together, you know, basically teaching one another. That way people can learn, love and grow. And I feel like you can't you can't really like learn to love somebody if they're the same, because that'll just be too easy. Right. Mm, and I think right. the challenge, right. I think the challenge of, of love, because love is hard. You know, love is like super hard, you know, caring and being there for people that 
aren't exactly like you is hard, right? right? But, you know, like the action of trying to love, you know, and getting there is a beautiful thing. And that's how I create the platform, right? Just to be able to not only like treat people how they want to be treated, but understand, care, see their perspective, be transparent, be authentic, say what's on your mind. So, yeah. Damn, I'm like, can we get the app now? Like, <laughs> nah, oh, yeah. Mar- it's coming soon. It's coming soon for sure. Like, I'm really excited can't about it. Get that. Yeah. Can't wait to get that. So I do have a question. As a software engineer, Talk to me. you know, you decided to defer your option, and now you work at GE. Yeah. With all the information and all the resources, mentorships, and all that, and creating this app, was- you're tuning in to a Mental Moment podcast. We'll be back after this message. Have you hit the subscribe button yet? Things are tough right now. It may feel harder than ever to ask how someone is actually feeling or to start a conversation about their mental health. But sometimes you just have to ask. Take about 10 minutes to check in with yourself or a loved one. You can do this over the phone, on FaceTime, or even six feet apart. Let's start. How are you feeling today, really? Physically and mentally. What's taking up the most of your headspace right now? What was your last full meal? And have you been drinking enough water? How have you been sleeping? What have you been doing for exercise? What did you do today that made you feel good? What's something you can do today that would be good for you? What's something you're looking forward to do in the next few days? What's something we can do together this week, even if we're apart? Lastly, what are you grateful for right now? Very good, you guys. Now pick someone to call tomorrow and pay it forward. This is your mental health tip of the day on a Mental Moment podcast. Have you hit that subscribe button yet? Welcome back to a Mental Moment podcast with Jaya and C. You're tuning in to episode five, Aspire to Inspire. Addy with Namdi Negwe. Tune in now. You don't want to miss it. Were those resources at your disposal? Or did you have to be like, okay, they're not helping me at all. I had to figure it out on my own, find my own team, find my own resources to create this, uh, curate yeah, yeah. this app. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not for sure. Not a great question. Um, cause everyone thinks that because I'm a, like a software developer, software engineer, like I was just like, poof. Yeah. I made this shit happen, right? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Like, literally, I've never built a social media app, right? Like, that's why a lot of social media apps aren't made, right? Yeah, because it is, it, it's super, super, it, it was super, super hard, right? I, I knew a lot of functionalities and features. I knew how to do it. You know, I mm-hmm. built out the prototype. So that was, like, as good as it can get. But I realized, you know, I don't want to kind of, like, you know, put the bird, like, literally there's people that are that can can do this right? right and i said you know i can code literally half of this stuff and i can code some part of the functionality i can code the front end i can code the designs i can like create the apis and whatnot but the back end the database and i'm getting super technical on y'all you sure no, no, like, no like like putting it in the cloud yeah that's over your head so let mm-hmm. me let me bring it back down um, so yeah, i got you <laughs> but literally but literally i said like i only can code so much and I've never developed a, a social media web application. Mm-hmm. I developed, I enhanced features. I developed like applications for my business, but not something like this, right? And right. even when I did code in my company, I was working with a team. So I only controlled like a small portion of it. 
and we all came together. I had to own this whole process. And that's when I was like, okay, yeah, I need help. And literally, um, like I was saving for a, a condo, right? Like mm-hmm. that was one of like my 2020 goals to purchase a condo. And I was like, I, I, I went, I, I pitched out to a few VCs. Uh, the VCs Paul, was filling. What's VC? Oh, venture capitalist. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I got Everyone you. I, I'll run one. the back. Okay. Oh, no, no, gotcha, no. You, gotcha. I like, I like this. I like the way we stop in and going. I bet that, cool. I bet that, I bet that. Because it sounded like yeah, you said so. V. I mean, V as in boy, and not V as in Victor. So I was like, what? Oh, I got you. My fault. My fault. So VC venture capitalist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, they were loving the idea, but like they still kind of shitted on it, right? Like they were like, okay. you know, how are you gonna make money? What about these laws and regulations? How are you gonna get users to express themselves? yada yada all this stuff and i'm like damn i'm not gonna lie that that conversation with him hit me i'm like yo like i'm trying to make the world a better place and you're trying to shit on my shit like are you crazy i'm like are you i'm like i'm like are you dumb like what are you 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 i was like are you are you crazy and i remember like i wanted to punch a wall i was mad i'm like yo how are you gonna i'm like how are you going to to really try to make it seem as if this is not a great idea. And that was when... I was just going to say, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I want to interrupt you. But that happens when we have people that we tell our dreams and aspirations to. And they're just yeah. like, oh, that's impossible. You and you just me? like, but you don't know who my God is. But it's like, yeah, but that's impossible. Shout out God. Like, I can't think about facts. that. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, yeah. You can't compartmentalize in your brain my dream. But I can't. Nah. And so you and, say that it doesn't work. So that's why I got that example. Like, yeah, no. Nah. Exactly and I mean. it was perfect. Like, it was exactly what I needed. Like, I'm saying, like, everything I went through was, was perfect for, like, the development of Addy. Because after that conversation, I was so mad because I felt right. tried. I'm like, yo, you really try to play me and make it seem as if this wasn't a great idea. Like, as if this is something not about social impact and making the world a better place. And I'm like, how can he latch on to it? And I was like, you know what? No one's going to believe in me until I believe in myself 100%. And I believe in Addy. And I felt like the way I can show and prove to myself that I was locked in for life with this was basically saying, I'm going I'm to stop trying to get these people's money. And I'm going to invest my own money. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that way I know for a fact this is do or die for me. That I'm going right. to do whatever it takes to basically, you know, you know, fulfill my purpose to to get Addy out into the users and let it impact the lives of the people I know it can impact. Right. So I said, yo, and I'm just not playing games. And you know, that was it was hard because I'm like, shit. Like I wanted a condo in the city. You feel me? I wanted to be on IG with you know, you know, like them Drake quotes and shit, looking into the city, make myself feel <laughs> mad cool and shit. You feel You're me? Trying to live that good content. Yeah. I, I said, I said, pause. I paused that, <laughs> and I literally, um, and, like I, I. I knew of a, a friend who was a big mental health advocate and he was a software developer. So mm-hmm. I tapped in with him. I said, yo, I'm trying to build this. And he was he was like, yo, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, normally I would charge people 50 bands for this, like 50K. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit. I'm like, yo, I'm going to code this and you will code this. That's and he's like, okay. Yeah, I can, yeah. mm-hmm. he, said, he said, I can do this for 20K. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sheesh. Right. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, she's like, but I was like, you know what? It's your dream. I, I didn't even tell no one. Like, I didn't tell my dad and tell no one. I told my, only my brother. Mm-hmm. And he was like, bro, let's get it. And I, I made that investment. I remember the first two nights after I, 
I sent that bread. You feel me? The first payment. Like, I was like, ah, oh, shit. Oh. You feel me? I was like, ah, oh, shit. I'm like, yo, God, you sure this the one? You sure? That's when you start doubting yourself. You I like, said, yeah. God, I'm like, God, you sure you want to build a whole ass social network in that? Like, I'm black, son. You feel me? Like, I'm like, I'm black. I'm like, God, you sure, son? You, you want me to do this? <laughs> you want me to do it? And he's like. He's like, yo, they, you know, me, and, me and God got a cool relationship. So he's like, yo, tap in. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, damn right. <laughs> right. You feel me? So I, I like that. Yeah, so I just invested. I invested that, you know, and together him and I, like, are an amazing team, you know. Um, And yeah. we just started working and developing it. And, yeah, so, like, those are the resources. But on, on the same time, like, I learned so much through this journey and process, right? Any gap that I needed to identify, I researched and then I tried it out myself and, you know, I, I, I even shocked myself of what I developed and what I created to the point where, like, you know, I'm doing a little bit more work than he is doing right now because literally I became so skilled and versatile in this whole, like, software development world to the point where, you know, um, like, I can hold my own weight now. But that kind of is like a revelation of, like, when you want something, you're willing to do whatever you need to do to get it done. Right. Yeah, it's different when, you, like, when you're hands-on with your own stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you just you never know, me? like, how creative you can get and like you know just the, like you said just the little things that you learn along the way that's what yeah. i love about like like how c and i you know just produce like we're hands-on and so you know what i do I, I literally when i was when i was coding i would play on some like killer rap music and shit mm-hmm. and i'll be in my zone and i'd be coding and stuff I was like yeah right. yeah you start feeling that, it. you, you start feel feeling me it. And, but it was a lot of sleepless nights like because you know i was still working so Mm-hmm. I'd I'd have my day job, wake up like eight eight to four, eight to three, mm-hmm. uh, work out, and then from like five six to like three a.m. I was coding, you know, I was on calls, I was talking to mental health therapists, psychologists. Does this make sense? Would you want this? Is it beneficial? Yeah. Do you think the world's ready for it? I interviewed Matt and my friends, and my thought process was, once I'm able to kind of. You know, because I know not, none of my friends talk about mental health, right? None of them, right. you know, and I said, once I'm able to kind of convince them a little bit that this is so normal and this is just who we are, mm-hmm. then I know that I'm doing something well because, yeah. you know, you can go to my followers and see the type of people I follow. You know what I mean? You'd be like, they are not talking about no mental <laughs> health. You know what I mean? So, so literally, I'm like, once I'm able to, once I'm able to show them that this shit is cool and this shit is normal, mm-hmm. and let's have fun with expressing and being ourselves and you know being unapologetically us. Mm-hmm. You know, then I'll be able to kind of, you know, convince even so much more people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, but yeah, I know I went on a little tantrum, but no, yeah, definitely no. had to tap into resources. That was a good segue. Yes, hey, that was, that was I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing your job. Come on. No, so much. Oh, my phone, my phone, so you um you mentioned quite a few things as far as like uh, quite a few good things but you said you had a lot of sleepless nights you know so i'm curious well we're curious to know like in that sense how have you been able to keep your mental health intact um, during this process because it sounds like it's stressful af af 
I'm thinking about like not only when you think about your mental health, it's a lot of components that go into it. It's like my personal health, my career health. How are you? Not so much, uh, maybe even so, compartmentalizing each one so that yeah. it's not a sense of overwhelmingness when you're having a creative <clears throat> project. And I can give the example of Jaya and I in this podcast. I don't think, well, I think there were moments where it was like, okay, whew, this is too much. Yeah. Uh, Jaya, this is a lot. See, this is a lot. But then you realize of things like when, when it's your own, it's a sense of drive and you can stay up all night because of it but still have to take that moment of like my mental health still needs to be intact so Mm -hmm. yeah how how has it been for you yeah um no i'm not gonna lie has it the shit was crazy like um maybe i don't show it because i I enjoy it you feel me like i told you where like your pain taps in with your um, passion and purpose like you kind of feel unstoppable no matter what right Mm -hmm. you kind of like take things on the chin but I, I ate that you feel me yeah. but um essentially i i lie to you not what i always think about right I, I learned that like you know anxiousness is a, a very normal feeling you know to like to the point where anxiousness is just not it's just being in a place of uncertainty you know and yeah. not knowing what's yeah. about to happen and then overthinking like the what ifs and i bring that back even to football right prior to the game you can prep the whole week you know and be on your a game in practice right. and then right before the game starts you're just thinking about we're not about to lose to them oh mm-hmm. shit what if we do lose to them yeah. oh shit what if i fuck up this whole game you know what if i drop you know, i mean what if i miss this block what if i miss this tackle so you just realize even preparation you know like like anxiousness can come even when you're prepared so like i that's one thing that i realized and stuff and i was able to understand that never take like my high don't let my highs get too high and my lows get too low right um and one thing that i i really always think about when you know shit is tough is something that like nipsey hustle said right you know r.i.p nip but uh he literally talked about you know the difference between him and the next person and like entrepreneur or startup was that he just never quit it he just never quit that he went through every single emotion Right, the the depression, the, the sadness, the happiness, the the the, uh, the uncertainty, and he just didn't quit, and he was just willing to kind of die behind of what he he stood for, right? And he just made the the necessary sacrifices, and he kind of, you know, his whole brand is the marathon, right? right. And it's like, yo, before you know your like, like before you own your race, you got to know your pace, right? And and it's like, this is your marathon. Do not look at outside people and stuff. Just double down and stay focused, right? There's gonna be a whole lot of highs and lows. You know, there's gonna be a whole lot of highs and lows. So if you just tap in with with yourself, with your spirituality and your faith and whatnot, and keep on marching, it's just gonna be brick by brick. Don't don't think about tomorrow. Like focus on today, and, and um, that's how I've been able to just kind of alleviate like the stress and the pressure. It just knowing that hey, like. You know, this is a marathon and I just gotta keep on marching and weathering the storm storm and keeping God close. So that's how I've really been able to like deal with all of it. Damn. That's a great that's good a way to deal with it. Um it's like you said, because you know, when you're thinking about your dreams and your aspirations, you're so concerned of like, well what he gonna think and what she gonna think and 
my mom or my dad don't see the vision yet but I see it and it's like even with loved ones and people that care about you the most you still have to I guess in a sense have tunnel vision um and just look at it as like it's just me and God or me and whoever your higher power is that you believe Mm -hmm. in and that's all that matters and it's not gonna I think about perfectionism um and how like I'm so big or I was let me say past tense big on perfectionism um, and I had a quote, um, I found it and I had sent it to one of my good friends and the quote is done is better than perfect. Perfect never gets done. Um, and I think that was hey. so cool. Yeah. Right. I was like, wait, screenshot, Sheesh. gotta say this one, put it on my phone because yeah. we so think, we think about like, oh, I'm, like I said, the example, oh, my mom doesn't like it or my dad or, um, my cousin or, you know, whomever that person is to you that you like if it matters to them it yeah. matters and you have to realize like it's they're gonna appreciate it regardless because you did it mm-hmm. but you trying to make it applicable to everybody and have mm-hmm. it the way that everyone wants it to be aka perfect is never gonna get done and yeah. it's gonna stay on that yeah. paper versus you completing it and everybody like yo i fuck with that it's been plenty of times where it's like I didn't like something at first, but it came back around. I'm like, okay, this is kind of dope. Right. <laughs> really? yeah. like, it's actually cool. <laughs> Go, you know, getting back to you, see, like, you can't please. I mean, you can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, that's just the beauty of stepping outside the box. Like, you're faith, making, yeah. you know, yeah, you're making your own vision. And so I feel fun. like eventually someone's going to. Someone's gonna believe in it, and someone's is gonna Thanks. follow it. Mm-hmm. Not real shit. And like one one thing that you um Sierra, I know you call it C. But yo, you know it's funny. You call it thing C and I, and I'm like C I C and I. I'm like, what's that acronym for? I'm like, is that the name of their company yeah. and shit? And as I realized, I'm like, you calling her C, and then you say N I. My fault. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's uh, funny. <laughs> I, <laughs> I lied to you. Now. I'm like, what the hell is C and I? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like. Am I supposed to know this? But uh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but um, like one thing you said, um, Sierra is um, like perfection, right? And mm-hmm. imposter syndrome. And literally, I always tell people it's literally progression, never perfection, right? Mm-hmm. And I think like God stands on that as well. Like He knows that we're never going to be perfect, right? But if you're working to becoming the better version of you every single day, you know, in your craft and in, in your mindset and anything that's essentially you being disciplined and you wanting more for yourself, right? By mm-hmm. trying to strive for perfection, you're putting all this unnecessary pressure for you and no one will ever be perfect. No one will ever see another person that's perfect. Everyone will always has their flaws. So just more so just like progressing in the moment, just trying to be the best version of you. And that's how I kind of see stuff, right? And that's why I'm so easy to forgive because I know nobody's perfect, right? And as long as you can kind right. of like say like, hey, I was wrong and I want to do better and actually like, you know, walk that walk, right. I, I can respect that, you know, and that's how what I demand out of myself. And that's how I don't ever put too much pressure. I'll be like, damn. But that's why I reflect and I meditate on the daily and like assess myself and say, hey, like, what did I do the other day or yesterday or today that I can mm-hmm. do better in tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And by understanding that and understanding those gaps, identifying those gaps, I can now pull myself in the right direction if you know what i mean right that's awesome very good so i want to end it this has really been end a, it. a journey i know end it. we was just mm-hmm. getting started but yeah no Sorry. I, it's been good though we've heard like 
everything. We've got a glimpse of, you know, where you thought your love was and your dreams and aspirations were to who God and through support and just mm-hmm. your mental health gotten you to a new place where it's just like, let me impact others because of how much other yeah. people's support have impacted us. Um, you boosted this app like crazy. And I'm just like... For a reason. For a reason. So that segues us to our last question of what should our listeners look forward to when we download this app? Okay, here we go. Here we go. You guys hear me? Let me me get ready. Let me put on. Let me me get ready, but now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, drop drop this beat. (laughs) Hey, I'm about to bar real quick. (laughs) You feel me? But not not realistic. (laughs) Realistically, um, it's like I I tell people like, yeah, I'm in the social networking, social media industry, right? And people will kind of say, oh, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Like I'm not in competition with them, right? Like I still may use Instagram, Twitter. You know, not Facebook. That's not me, but not snapchat either if you, you know 21 older and you use snapchat oh, i don't know yeah. but um i still like see addy you know as like a place where you can be yourself completely and you can talk about yourself i see addy as where you having those late night conversations with whether in, in like those car conversations with your friends or you know like your little boo thing and you're having the most deepest conversations talking about your life talking about what made you this way? Why you feel this way? I see Addy as a, a bridge to connect people from all different facets of the world where we can connect on common grounds and show other people that we're not alone in our struggles, we're not alone in our thoughts. Um, I mm-hmm. see Addy as a place where people can understand, you know, their emotions and, and, and where we normalize mental health and how we kind of show that, uh, you know, you're, the world's a better place with you, you, you in it. Um, you know, with all the technology, like I created stuff that way you never have FOMO, right? You have the live features, you have the following, the DMs, uh, the the, um, the joining the support groups. A lot of the features that you see on your social networking app today, it's going to be on Addy Plus more. Like I don't want to give too much uh, away, but that's how I see, right? It's a place where you can either be inspired or or do the inspiring, right? And I think that's what life is all about, like paying it forward and showing your goods. Like, what do you bring to the table? You know, on both sides of the spectrum, that way I can learn, right? I think mental health is, you know, a part of, I think everything that we do in our life is a part of mental health. And that's why I say it's a social networking platform for mental wellness and mental health, right? How do we kind of go from those feelings of angriness, sadness, anxiousness to happy, powerful peacefulness in any conversation, right? Mm-hmm. I think like this conversation is dope. I think Mental Moment is an amazing podcast. And, you know, Jaya, you and I were just talking about, um, you know, how this, these conversations unfold where people can be their true selves and mm-hmm. audience can dig it because literally it's just so informal, so cool, entertaining. But this is mm-hmm. us being ourselves and expressing how we feel. And I want to give people the power to do that. And I don't want them to be judged. I want them to be feel so comfortable. So essentially, I think Addy is like the, the vehicle that, you know, makes people, you know, love, care, listen, you know, and be there for one another the right way. So, yeah, I'm super tuned in. Like, I, I want y'all to be tuned in, too. I'm really excited. But, you know, we just getting started realistically. Like, you know, I'm dropping it in March, but 
well, what you're going to see in March is going to be so much different than what you're going to see in December. And what you see in December of next year is going to be so much different next year. I got I got plans and I got visions, but you know, it's the it's the users that's going to make Addy successful, right? Because I told you in the beginning, you know, Addy is my gift to the world. Addy is our app, right? Addy, a mental those these mental moment conversations right. happening mm-hmm. all around the world and whatnot. So I want people to tap in because I feel like it's just going to be so 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 great for for humanity. That's that's dope. <laughs> Drops, Mike. I can't wait. Like I genuinely can't wait. Right. To... It's like right. the timing of everything is so yeah, for sure. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like crazy right, right, being yeah. in mental health too. This is some. This is gonna be like a resource. I'm a. I'm a like right. dish out because it's needed. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, for mm-hmm. sure. Like I, I think and like you know how it is in in our community, right? Like I'm a testament. Like I lie to you not before I went on this journey, I never ever. I I don't even think I ever said the word mental health, right? Wow. And now I, I can't stop yeah. talking about it. I just know how normal it is, but no, like you think about self-care, right? Whether you, you go shopping or whether you do your little bomb bath or whether you go out to work out, those are things, ways that you're prioritizing your mental health and, and focusing on the yeah. better you, but yeah. no one will ever say that that's you prioritizing your mental health, right? That's maybe, oh, like I'm trying to get some shit off my chest. Do you feel me? Or like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, I need retail therapy. But they'll never say like, hey, this make me feel good. You know, like I'm not feeling well right now. And I want to do the things that, you know, make me feel better. And that's why I created the mood tracker um, on Addy where people can kind of input their yeah. mood right on a daily basis and tell the app essentially how they're feeling. And then the app's going to build you a foundation and, and let you tap into like how you were feeling at different emotions, provide you with the resources, tell you the people you connected with, the videos, the communities you watch, you know. Mm-hmm. That way you have like a stomping ground of where to start, you know, that way you understand your triggers and understand your emotions and you can kind of be that best version of you, you know, so, yeah, so yeah, for yeah. sure. Like Addy, we all need to, know, I think essentially it's us knowing how to verbalize what we feel, like actually putting exactly. it into words. Yes. So the mood tracker, that's, yes, I'm here for it. Right. Yeah. Over here, I'm here okay, for it. Okay, you ready to drop it? Hey. Hey. Please, I'm here for it. That's good. Nah, you you guys gonna have early access. I got y'all for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna give you early access to the app. Yes, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm so excited. <laughs> but um, thank you so much, Nami. This was this was a treat. Like, great way to start. Mm-hmm. Are y'all just gassing it? Are y'all boosting? No, this was a really great. <laughs> like, thank I, you, I, I, I doubted it. you at first. <laughs> I'm joking. Nah, this is my yeah. first one too. I won't lie to you. Like this oh, is my wow. first one. Yay. Yeah. So I'm. I like this to be honest. Like a lot of people reach out to me to kind of tell the story, and I definitely didn't tell everything, you know. Yeah, but like, of yeah. um, yeah. But like a lot of people um tapped in with me to like like talk about my story, and I just said like, mm-hmm. hey, the moment has to be right, and you know, mm-hmm. meeting you, Sierra, mm-hmm. not finally you, uh, Ja. Mm-hmm. Like I just think this is like the perfect movement, uh, uh, moment to kind of like talk about my story, talk about why I'm doing it, you know, and like have people really feeling it because when they hear, you know, I'm about to change my tagline and like rebrand it before I launch, but when they hear like a social network for mental health or mental wellness, they'll be like, ooh, what does that even mean, right? But yeah. when I'm speaking to it, they're gonna be like, I feel like I hope people can be like, I can lock in with that because that sounds cool, right? I can yeah. lock in with that because I feel like I'm going to find dope-ass people on this platform mm-hmm. that 
you know, I, I can like jive with and whatnot. And, and I, I'm so glad for this conversation because this allowed me to show my heart a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah. essentially you're going to find your inner circle. You know, we talked about that earlier. Exactly. Um, and this is a way that you start in finding your inner circle where mm-hmm. you can be vulnerable Bad. and transparent like you are with your girlfriends or with the guys. Um, you yeah. can be there with people who are mentally on the same page as you. Um, exactly. So Off yeah. any topic, right? Yeah. Not just, you no, know, like the darkest thing, but like, okay, what the hell does that even mean? But when they, I think it was you, Jaya, that you was mentioning, like, you know, the, oh, then I, was, I was talking about like it spans across different topics, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it can be lifestyle, it can be like, you know, business, it can be like politics, faith, like, you know, you know, relationship yeah. struggles life. and shit like that, right? It that way, life, life in general, exactly, because life can span across yeah. so many different topics. So don't let it just be, don't let it just be about you know, the darkest of shit, right? Just right. be you, right? Just mm-hmm. talk about what's on your mind, you know, and hope people relate, and just, just be, just be you, and be happy. Yeah, it's a safe space. Yeah. So good. Safe space. Good. Yeah, we we changing the world all together. I tell you, Lottie, not this is our app. Like people say, who made Addy? I want see Addy. Like I made that. I want Jai to be like, yeah, I made that. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, we all just trying to make this world yeah. a better place, right? So I want you guys just to use the app as a way for you guys to feel better, mm-hmm. be better, and just make the world a better place. So thank you, Nominee, for being on the show and wanting to be our guest today, so we can talk about Aspire to Inspire. This was really dope. Like I said earlier, I'm hype. I'm excited. I'm ready for the soft yes. launch. Um, you don't have to give us any dates or times. Where can we find you? Um, I know we can find you on social media, but more so the website, the Aspire to Inspire. Yeah, for sure. So um, the website right now, the the, the beta is www.addy2i.tv. Mm-hmm. Um, the IG handle, um, if you see me on Instagram, but the IG handle is going to be same thing, TV. but you guys can get like all like the positive affirmations, you know, like some, some new news about the release about the app and just everything pertaining to like mental health. Like I, I want it to be like the cool way of us you know, of talking about mental health. Right. So definitely tap into all of that. And then the mobile app will, will be released sometime in march we'll definitely let you guys know uh but yeah you can find that in the app store the the google play store you know i want to make sure that everyone has access to 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 addy cool dope beautiful yes if you loved this um episode which i know you did because you got all the way to the end where i'm talking about it go ahead and hit that subscribe button on your platforms and go follow us on instagram and mental moment um also follow jaya and you can follow namdi if you want but follow me (laughs) 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 but nah um but thank you so much again namdi like i said before um we've enjoyed this we had a nice little mental moment this morning so i hope you guys enjoy the the show Uh, thank you so much for having me this was amazing i feel super cleansed right now i was able to speak so now you guys you guys are dope you know shout out to y'all you know y'all doing an amazing thing over here at mental a mo- mental moment revolutionary you're changing lives like even though you may not get that feedback but i listened to your your podcast i have sent it to my friends and they're like this is some dope ass shit right so like keep on nice. doing what you guys are doing because you guys are starting a revolution and you know you guys are just making mental health that much cooler and normal so shout out to y'all because this isn't Thank easy you. yeah appreciate nope. it appreciate it
We thank you for all the continued support and tuning in to Mental Moment Podcast every Wednesday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to. Rate our podcast and leave us a comment of how you enjoyed the show. And as always, join our community on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We hope you enjoy the episode. And until you hear from us again, this is Jaya and C on a Mental Moment Podcast. A mental moment. All you need is a mental moment. Take a breather before you blow it. Don't hold it in. Posture or pretend. Just release and you feel far better within. A mental moment. Hey, all you need is a mental moment. Take a second and you'll notice. Free your time. Ease your mind. Stay in tune with what's brewing inside. A mental moment. Hey, all you need is a mental moment. A mental moment. With Jaya and C.